When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? We are back. Yeah, I took the weekend off. It was the birthday weekend, so I had to take the weekend off, man. But now we're back on schedule. Audio is fixed. Yesterday during uh, the morning show, man, we were having all kinds of freaking issues right there. Anyway, we're going to be talking about the Hells Angels rules on meth, according to this newspaper, you would think just for a minute that the news media would come out and say, way to go. The police? No. They're buzzkills. What is it with cops? They always got to be buzzkills. It's ridiculous that they have to be like that all the time. But we do have some good stuff, and that is the Banditos. Man, they were helping with coats for kids, and it's about time that the media covered it. So let's take a look at this, uh, shall we? Uh, Let's go to our main story first, which is the Hells Angels rules on meth use and dealing not always apply, police say. Really? It is so funny that they have to be the buzzkill that they are. They just can't say, well, you know, a couple people, they're a bunch of morons. They go out there and they do stuff and make the club look bad. No, 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 no. They have to come back and be buzzkills. Anyway, this out of stuff.co.newzealand. Yes, one of these days, I'm going to put up a picture of what... Australia looks like and New Zealand looks up because you get them two mixed up. Anyway, Hell's Angels rules and on meth use and dealing not always applied this according to the police. Like we got to believe that, right? Anyway, John is the author of this. Not going to even attempt your last name because English ain't my best language, man. And ain't that a freaking hoot? It really is a hoot. Here I have to read this stuff. Anyway, Hells Angels' relationship with methamphetamine is clear on paper, but murky in reality, they claim, with rules designed to keep the drug out of the gang inconsistently applied, a court has heard. So basically, it's not up to your standards. We need money for our budget, and you guys are lying. That's what they're saying. It's basically what they're saying. A jury in uh, Palmerston North District Court has been given a crash course (laughs) in what police know about the motorcycle gang and the meth trade as part of the trial of four men. Four men again accused of helping put the drug into the community. 
for guys. Always put the club on trial. This is what they do. All the time. They don't focus on the individuals that are committing the crime. No. They want to put the whole club into it. Same old thing over there as it is here, I guess. Uh, you know, the, the people deny being involved in the meth ring, which had Patch Tells Angels member in it at its center. They claim the crown. <laughs> I, I always love that. The crown. Uh, I guess it could be the same as the people of uh, the state of Illinois or Florida, blah, 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 uh, against this individual, blah, blah, blah. It just kind of sounds funny. The Crown says uh, Gilmore, who has already pleaded guilty to various charges, sourced meth from Uckland-based Hells Angels, distributed it to the lower-level dealers, gathered the money, and took it back to another person. You got to prove it. Prove it. Gilmore allegedly worked with uh, those two to distribute meth in 2020. Uh, uh, while Allen is accused of the manufacturer, the first COVID-19 lockdown. So instead of saying over here, let's get to this. Instead of saying some members broke the rules on meth of the motorcycle club, they had to come up and say, no, the club is not always applied. Excuse me. Insanity. So that's what's going on right now out there. Uh, let's check this out. I, this is some good stuff here. Some good stuff. I'm always the bearer of bad news and I don't like it. So let's get some good stuff out there. Quotes for kids. Bandito's Motorcycle Club joined by motorcycle clubs from across the state. And this is out of Nonstop Local by uh, Brianna Chavez. And this is out of Washington State. For 10 years, the Motorcycle Run Coats for Kids has been sponsored by the local motorcycle club, Banditos. I bet that's not something the police like hearing, is it? Them getting good press in the media? No. Today, a uh, club from across the state of Washington joined to collect unwanted coats for kids in the area. It should be raincoats, too, man, because Washington, all it does is rain out there, I hear. Raincoats, too. Uh, in the last uh, 10 years, listen to this. Nearly 20,000 coats have been collected by the club for local kids. Rock and roll. For years, the drive was hosted in their very own KNDU parking lot. So that's a good thing, man. Maybe that should be a strategy of clubs. Hold your poker runs and all that stuff in media parking lots. Then they'll give you a good media. Maybe that's a, that's a good strategy. After growing into something bigger, the event is now held at the Garden Church. Uh, president of the Los Banditos, Boom Boom, tells us it's nice seeing the support from across the state. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. It's about time it's coming out. And there is your way in. Yes, way in. Go have it in the parking lot of a media outlet. And things will work a lot better, I think. But 
Anyway, 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 anyway. But you see what I'm saying? It's just not a local issue that this happens with clubs where somebody gets messed up, goes to jail, and they put the club on trial. It was famously done, the Freddie Angelo, where out of nowhere, they bust this hippie dude. He was That's basically what Freddie is, a hippie, for all kinds of heinous stuff. And instead of them putting him on trial, they put the pagans on trial. You know, everybody has a bad history. Every club, everybody does. But that don't mean it's current. It don't mean it's happening in the modern era. You know, I know cops would have you like, you know, like you to believe that. But it really doesn't happen like that anymore. And it's just ignorant and it's hypocritical and it's BS that they have to put these kind of tags on the clubs anymore these days when they know it, they know better. They really do. But do you? Because we have a lot of people that are on social media that are claiming that they were bikers or they're tough independent bikers. But you sit there and jump on the cop bandwagon with some of these creators that are known ex-cops, ex-undercovers. So I don't want to hear how tough and all that bullshit you are or that you're a true blue biker when you're out there supporting cop causes, man. I don't think any of us want to hear that kind of crap. And it's funny with these clubs that are say started by civilians then they want to go and join the this supposed organization alliance of law abiding clubs oh we're law abiding man shut up stop it come on stop it don't be stupid who's buying that most people in Regular clubs are law-abiding, but they don't need to go out there and tell you. Get out of here, man. It's that propaganda BS. And anybody that belongs to that kind of stuff, you know, take your motorcycle enthusiast ass away from me. All I have to say. All I have to say. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now with uh, China Dow. Stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. Right after this, baby, we'll talk to you in a second. Rock on. Seize the day of time, regretting the time you lost. It's empty and cold without you here. Too many people to wake up. I see my vision burn.
Welcome everybody. How you guys and gals doing? Second half of the show right now. We got my numbskull right here as a co-host. It is China Dow. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We finally got the audio fixed. I don't want to hear. I can't hear you. I got the damn thing fixed. Don't want to hear it. Calm it down a notch, man. I'm telling you. My God. How are you doing this morning? It's going to be your first day voting today. Yeah. She acts like the other day it was awesome. Then last night, why well, your dad told me I had a vote making me look like an asshole. It's like, dude, you bipolar bitch. You know, are you happy or not to get your sticker? Oh, I'm excited to get a sticker. I like stickers. I know you do, because you're freaking... That's what you are. Oh, my God. That's me, and that's not PC. Stop it. Uh, screw that PC stuff. You know what was funny? What? You know, a brother of mine, okay, he's he, he has to go to an emergency dentist appointment. Uh-huh. And he says, yeah, man, I got to go to the, the, the dentist, man. I got lockjaw. I was like, dude, you might want to rephrase that when you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think I ain't going to hit on that? <laughs> lockjaw, okay? So why is your buddy at lockjaw? That's my question here. I worry. I worry. I do. You don't give Hollywood ammunition like that. That is craziness. <laughs> I got to go to the emergency dentist because I can only open my mouth halfway. Then I'm saying, oh, my God. Stop it. You're, you're giving you more you dig it here. <laughs> The only woman that has, you know, only person that gets locked y'all like that is a woman that's been on her knees with 10, 15 guys. Don't give me that ammo. He's giving you lots of ammo. <laughs> what were you doing, dude? Uh, you know, Howard Stern. You know, the, you know that idiot? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, this is the idiot that actually stayed at his house, inside his house. His little mansion for two years and just finally started going out and about. He is now saying the vote today is for democracy. We got to uphold democracy. This schmuck. This schmuck. You remember when he actually used to be funny? Yeah, he's not. Now he's no. he, now he's like an old Imus. He he is Imus in the morning. That's what he is. Nobody listens to him. I love your terminology. Did you just make that up? No, Imus in the morning was a real uh, real freaking uh, radio jockey, man. Oh my bad. Yeah, he was. But you know, this moron thinks anybody's going to listen to him. Nope. And those that listen to him are probably every liberal there is in the state of New York City because nobody can stand his ass anymore because he's a sellout. How do you go from getting some broad off on a speaker <laughs> to hiding in your house and then pushing the media narrative? You're supposed to be going against the grain. What the hell are you doing? You, all credibility that you had is gone. It's out of there. It's bye-bye. And you guys wonder why I liked Mancow. 
He's still being a dumbass. I love it. But Howard Stern, you're going to sit here and try to tell us that you're God Almighty and all us minions suck? It's about democracy. Okay, if it's about democracy, then why did that moron, the press secretary over at the White House, say, you got to be patient. It's going to, you know, it's going to be a couple days before we get some results. What do you mean a couple days and get the results? You go in there and vote, you count. You're going to tell me in 2022 that we have all this technology. We landed on the moon in 1968, supposedly. And you can't count the fucking votes before the end of the night? No. You're going to get your asses handed to you and you're going to fucking cheat. That's what they're going to do. They're going to pull that Chicago rope dope shit. I guarantee it. You're quiet. Yeah, because they're talking about my microphone again. Well, whatever, man. That microphone is, uh, you know, going good. I, I, I really don't know what to say. I don't either. Other than talk loud and keep... I do talk loud, and then I'm being told I should sit back away from the microphone and see if it's still go, going well. But I, I, I hear myself perfect. Yeah, you know, it's perfect. I hear it. So... What's your thoughts on that? Howard Stern used to actually be something good. Howard Stern needs to just zip it, shut up, and go back into his house for another two years. I wish he would. He really gives shock jocks a bad name. You know, the thing is, is okay, go vote, because today is the day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hollywood's going to take me after the show. We're going to go vote. And I can't wait to see the deer in the headlights. When I'm looking at the ballot. There. Yeah. I can't wait. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but go vote because, you know, I've learned over the years of not being a registered voter that you should do it because you're kind of like not obligated. But if you want shit to go right and you want to be able to complain about the government, you have to actually put your vote in there. So why are you, why are you going back and forth? Well, okay. Acting like, oh, you're being pressured into it. Then I'm that, not, okay. You didn't do that last night? I did. I did. I said it's your fault that I registered. <laughs> okay. It's either yes or no with you. That's the problem with you. And you try pushing my buttons because everything is awesome. But then you turn it around. Why do you do that kind of stuff? And you wonder why men get upset with women. Because you. It's, I'm only going for the sticker. What do you mean you're only going for the sticker? Because now you're making a big deal out of it. So now I'm just going to say I'm going for the sticker. What? What? I hope it has googly eyes. <laughs> or it's a scratch and sniff. Uh, it's Taco Tuesday. What's the scratch and sniff sticker going to smell like? You know, some, you know what? Sometimes you do not want to scratch and sniff a, a cooter pocket. It just makes the smell worse. It does. It does. Stop. What do you mean stop? I'm a, I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote. Yeah, I looked up some of the stuff last night. Oh, it's about time you did research. Yeah, I did. I was like half asleep, but I looked up some stuff last night. So. And what did you find? The dummy crash the blue. There you go. I <laughs> love it. Um, straight up. 
Duke. I like that one. Uh, Howard Stern needs to do what his career is doing. Just lay down, sir. His career is basically over. But you know what? He was laughing all the way to the bank. He laughed all the way to the bank. And now he's a self-righteous prick. They should, you know, like, take down all his one movie. Because that's not what he is anymore. No, totally not. It's false advertising. It is. Well, dirty knobs. I don't have to vote twice to get pasties. I'll just steal a Hollywood sticker. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll have pasties. Uh, I don't think I won't. What's with this Powerball thing? Oh, Can Powerball. you believe that? That shit is yeah. rigged, man. Powerball is actually going to be redrawn this morning because of security issues last night. Well, that was because, what, uh, it's almost at $2 billion now? One, it was, last night's drawing was $1.9 billion. And I know when I left work last night at 7 p.m. and we we're open till 11, we sold $2,500 in just Powerball. Oh, that's good. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking if we go up to the person that draws stuff and I say, hey, here's my wife. She'll get on her knees. Can I get the winning balls? I think that would be awesome, don't you? No. Well, you know, here's what's funny. Here's what's funny, okay? Let's just pretend that one of our numbers, because you pick your own numbers. Yeah, I like picking my own numbers. And my son and I, our lovely son and I, we picked numbers last night, too. Oh, awesome. So we have five shots. Right. Five shots to win. So... Let's just say this is because I'm not allowed to play lotto at my own job. Mm -hmm. So what would be funny is if like we won and my own job didn't get their 1%. I would love it. I'd I'd laugh. I'd be like. (laughs) Well, I'd be laughing all the way to bank. Well, yeah. And then change our names and hide. (laughs) That's basically what you got to do if you win that kind of money. Because everybody comes out of the woodwork. Well, years ago in Illinois... You did not have, you you had to announce who you were if you won the big game. Mm -hmm. Now, supposedly, supposedly, if you win the big game, you do not have to tell them your name. Well, yeah, because there's so many threats out there and shit. So, mm, but can you believe somebody becoming an instant billionaire and shit like that? The real billionaires who had to work their ass off, get all salty and shit. Well, the sad part is, is with a billion dollars, I mean, you don't, I mean, you get kind of double taxed on that. You get taxed from the get. Well, it's like, what, if you want a billion dollars, you only get half of that. Less than half. That's some bullshit. Or like a little bit of, yeah, it's stupid. That's some bullshit. Yeah. And then you get double taxed. You get taxed on it when you get it originally. Mm. And then when you file your taxes, you got to pay tax again. Right. It's like, what the that's messed up, isn't it? That ain't fair. Why you got double tax? <sighs> Illinois. I don't know if that's every state, but I know that's Illinois. What do we got in the news today besides uh, hopefully there's going to be a Democrat cry fest tonight? I don't know. Illinois is Dem- you know, Chi-Town. What do you expect? Oh, Chi-Town. You know, people dying and shit like that. That's just uh, uh, the way it is, you know. So you remember that story we did a month or so ago about the uh, patrol car that hit got hit on the train track? 
that got oh my god what'd you do why'd you unplug me this sound better now I, I sound the same okay to uh the 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 train that got hit the see now you made me lose my blonde moment here oh you got a blonde All moment right. try again try. we did a story about a vehicle that was hit on the train tracks by and it was a cop car and with a woman yeah, she was she was cuffed in the back, left on the damn railroad track. Well, the two officers will be charged. Uh, you think they yeah. should be? They have been charged with multiple felony and misdemeanor counts stemming from that accident. Ha, 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 ha. Good, dorks. Maybe you shouldn't have parked the car on the train tracks. So they're going to be charged with... Um, Second degree assault, criminal attempt to commit manslaughter, and reckless endangerment. I I think they should. Well, that's what they're going to be charged with. You don't think that they should? Yeah, I think they should. Because who in their right mind, cop or no cop, parks their freaking vehicle on a train track? Unbelievable that, that they would even thought of that. They're going to this woman and put her in the back. And then they see the train coming and they do nothing. Mm. <laughs> Let the damn thing get hit by a train. That's a cowardly act, if you ask me. I mean, she suffered from, she survived and, you know, suffered from multiple injuries. Billy on in the uh, Facebook world. And by the way, everybody, I really appreciate uh, the support on uh, Facebook. We just turned 100,000 over on uh, Facebook. Yay. And uh, just a couple more on YouTube will be at 50K. You guys and gals are really fucking awesome right there. But don't, they'll come back during the trial and say, well, we're not required to act on somebody's behalf. Yeah, but here's the bad part for one of those officers. The one officer who is the one... Actually, that, it's not a tunnel, Odie. That's her voice right now. That's my voice. I don't know why. Oh, don't that sound better? I don't know. But one of the officers, Vasquez, who cuffed the woman and placed her in the back, placed her in the back of the cruiser, they found out after investigation that he previously was labeled as a significant liability risk by another department that he worked at. And he got hired anyway. Yes. That's unbelievable. Yeah. But I guess as of right now, he's been placed on leave. Yeah, think that they should? Yeah. But you know what? Good. I hope they get sentenced because they're stupid and they should learn how to drive their car. Because mm -hmm. if people get arrested for driving on the train tracks, why shouldn't the cop? Well, that's besides the point. It's ignorant. You left a human being in there to get killed. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. But I Unbelievable. Figured, since we didn't cover that story, I figured I'd touch base back on that story to let everybody know they're both being charged. Well, they need to be charged. I tell you that one, man. Stupid idiots. And then, oh, this one's even better. We got a better one this morning? Yes. A former nurse is accused of amputating a dying man's foot without permission. What? Yeah. A former Wisconsin... No, wait a second. What? You just said what? I just said a nurse is accused of amputating a dying man's foot without permission. Yes. What is it with nurses, man? Mm. You get these crazy ones where they scare the shit out of you, where you don't want them... 
touching you with needles or any of that bullshit. They're killers. Not all of them. I'm not talking about all of them. I'm talking about these insanity ones. <laughs> well, this is a Wisconsin hospice nurse. She's facing felony charges right now. One for uh, one count of physical abuse of an elderly person and one count of mayhem. I don't understand why she cut his foot off. He's dying. According to the medical examiner, after conducting their autopsy of the deceased 62-year-old man whose foot was not attached to his body, instead it was lying beside him, well, I guess the man was placed in a nursing home in March of 2022 after suffering frostbite on both of his feet. And his feet became necrotic after he fell in his own residence and the heat went out. You know what? That's some sad-ass shit right there. Mm-hmm. So, allegedly, the, she cut the man's foot off because she told them that she wanted to ease his suffering and give him dignity to die with dignity. And so, how they know that he didn't approve of it? Because, it, they, I don't know. It was just her and him, so I don't know how they say that he did that he didn't approve. But isn't but he that, was all upstairs, so that had nothing to do with it. His mind was fully there. But isn't that sad that he didn't have? But I think it's any because heat. Yeah, he had absolutely no heat. But they said it's because there was no doctor's order to conduct the amputation, and she stated that she did not have authorization to remove the victim's foot. So she ratted herself out and said she did not have authorization to remove his foot. Do you think she did it on purpose, or do you think that he actually wanted it to happen? I think she did it because she was, I, I kind of, I mean, I kind of feel. <laughs> Mark, who gets his shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I kind of feel that maybe she felt bad because with his feet, his feet were basically dead. Uh-huh. And, and by amputating the foot that was dead, that she felt that his suffering would less mm -hmm. so i think she was kind of thinking on the right track but at the same time should have gotten the doctor's order yeah it would have been better that way that way she wouldn't be facing all this so kind now of she's shit. Faced, i mean i think her heart was in it but she went around it the wrong way in my opinion and god forbid you make a, a mistake in today's world you know and they're claiming that the a doctor's already order would be necessary for stuff like that to happen but i personally you know i feel bad so if you're in a forest and a rock falls on you or some shit people can't amputate it to save your life well they can without a doctor's order without a doctor's order but here they want to go after the nurse yeah oh i get it yeah. i do i get it now but i personally think that her heart was in the right place in my opinion and i mean she tried being helpful. But it, uh, it it kind of freaks me out that somebody couldn't get heat. Yeah. And that, well, that's why he got put into the nursing home because his, his, he was living in a, you know, it, he, there was no, yeah, there was no heat. It's sad, sad, man. That's sad. I don't think anybody's heat should ever get cut off. I don't, you, you got that 100% right. You know, it's like, especially it's, up here, man. Last night was freezing my ass off. I mean, it's oh, like, that's your fault. But go ahead. It's like a, it's like you know. I think it's sad in the winter months when it's cold. You know, you shouldn't be allowed to turn off somebody's should, heat. They should not be allowed to shut your heat off. 
Because, I mean, come on, y'all charge a damn arm and a leg for us to pay for that damn heat. Mm. Y'all should chill out and just chillax and let everybody keep their freaking heat in the wintertime. That until it reaches like 60 degrees outside, even 55 outside. 55 is comfortable. You should have to keep the uh, gas on. They should have no reason to shut it off. And especially with older folks, man. Yeah, 100%. Because some of these older folks don't even ask for help, and they end up freezing in chairs and shit. Well, and you got to keep in mind, when you get older... Which you are. Shut up. You know, we're the same age now, so stop, mister. Yeah, but you are fi- you got there five months before me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, when you get older, because I used to hear it all the time from, like, my grandparents, my my dad... You know, when they were older and they would say they were always cold Mm -hmm. and like their skin was always cold. We have to send out prayers to Life Resurrection Project. Hollywood and Chinatown breath surgery is December 2nd. Ten hour surgery. Prayers needed for breath. Rock and roll, man. Uh, Everybody uh, ask the old man upstairs for some thoughts and some help for that family right there. What else we got in the news? Nothing. Nothing. No. I, I wanted to go in. Well, let's see, you know, we've missed my serial killer two weeks in a row. And we still have the continuation saga of what we were talking about last week. Then what's that? What do we got for last week? Oh, that was a good one. For last week because we yes, were Yes, good discussion right there. We were discussing the agents of socialization and we had five and we still had two more. What do we got for the next one? The next one is mass media. Mass media, my favorite, you cocksuckers. They say that mass media is a great agent of socialization. More like propaganda. <laughs> That's what's happening right now with these midterms right now. You actually have media outlets pushing one party's bullshit. There is no media in this country anymore. Now, you have third-party medias, which everybody's going to now for the opinions and in their information. You know, you, say Biker News, for example. I give a different spin on what they're writing. I try to come off and give everybody a voice two ways where they won't do that. And the way the mainstream media treats bikers is they put them in this box. Everybody's evil. They want to rape and pillage your daughters. And that's what they want to put out to the general public. Now, let me know if you guys all agree with this. You too, Hollywood. There is an ongoing controversy that the mass media are often blamed for youth's violence and many other of our society's ills. The average child sees thousands of acts of violence on television and in the movies before reaching adulthood. So you want to argue, which I kind of agree with, I don't know why a parent would put any kind of game on their kids' oh, I counsel. To that. I haven't even gotten to that yet. Well, we're going to talk about that now. Okay. I don't understand somebody putting on that kind of stuff. Now, say Call of Duty. I'm a huge Call of Duty guy. 
I love Call of Duty. I, it actually relaxes me because I'm killing people. Okay? I'm legally killing people. But when you put that game in front of, say, a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, or GTA V for that matter, where you can just go around and shoot people. And run people over and beat up hookers. Yes. You can't put, I don't believe that as a parent you're doing good for your kid by giving them that. It's just making them immune to violence. It's making them numb to, they think that's right. I don't think it's right. And they also accuse rap lyrics of violence against women. (sighs) That's a hard subject. You know, they call it a cultural issue. I call it the worst fucking music around. But at the same time, when all you're hearing is fuck and ho and bitch and cunt, it's like, you know, at least get a rhythm to it. Seriously. And then you got these kids that are living in that type of environment, and that's the only thing they hear. And then that's all they see. And that's all they see. So they're gonna think, hey. So you have to have you have to blame some of that on that kind of shit. But they'll call you racist if you do. Now, here's a question. Do commercials greatly I mean we don't watch TV regular TV a lot, but I don't watch it at all. Remember, okay, let's go back to the days when we all actually watched TV and we watched those commercials. Right. Do you feel that commercials greatly influence your choice of, like, soda, shoes, and other products? For one, you know, every time you say that, I want to punch you. Because I say soda. You sound like an idiot. Why? I don't... Because you say pop. It's a pop, and you know it's pop. It's soda. You sound like an uppity-up idiot when you say that. It's soda. Unless you're down south, everything's coke. (laughs) It's coke. You're from the Chicago area, and you should know better. I say soda. Should I just make it a twofer here and just say soda pop? What are you, outsiders or something like that with, uh, you know, soda. C. Thomas Howell and shit? <laughs> soda pop. You're oh, a shut moron. Up. That was a good movie. It was a great movie. Yeah, lots of violence. <laughs> there, really, there wasn't a lot of violence in that one. Yes, there was. They were fighting. Come on, now in the rain with the cool music. Now look at what the violence in the movies are, and that's on regular TV. Dude, the first time I watched Roseanne on regular TV and she said, bitch, I almost fell off my bed. So what's that that allowed? (laughs) So what's that saying now, the way they're allowing people to do what they want on TV? I can get it on cable TV because you got to pay for it. But on, say, regular TV, ABC, NBC, CBS. Yeah, they're they're letting a lot of stuff a lot of stuff slide, for real. Well, that's because it's our society now. Yeah, but then at the same time, there are double standards saying how everybody should be PC, but then you got people saying "bitch" on TV. Don't you see what's happening in this country? It's fucked up. You got these pedophiles that are outing, uh, you know, Hollywood, not this Hollywood anyway, in the movie Hollywood. That are nothing but a bunch of freaks, and they pay all these freaking libtards to push their causes, 
they're a minority. And next thing you know, we got to worry about everybody's feelings because the majority bought into the bullshit. The majority are the ones who did this shit. We let it happen. When somebody thinks it's our right for a drag show to be broadcast in front of a bunch of five-year-olds, something's wrong with this damn country. And we do it to ourselves. Because we didn't stop it. All right. Here's another question for you, Mr. Media Man. They say, and I'm saying they say because it's this article, mass media also reinforce racial and gender stereotypes, including the belief that women are sex objects and suitable targets of male violence. I agree. Wow, I agree. I mean, so far, that's like pretty much the only line that I've agreed with in this article. You have to look, and by the way, I got a big story coming up. You're not going to believe it. I got a big story coming up. And, you know, we were having discussions with Blue, Outlaw, you know, Team Blue, Outlaw Feminist over on her channel. She was on the show. Yeah. And she was talking about the rich, the powerful, uh, attorneys, judges, cops, how they think it's all right to use a woman any way they want. Well, I'm working on something right now that's going to blow the storm off the club world. Rut-ro. Yes, I'm working on something right now. Rut-ro, Shaggy. It's rut-ro. <laughs> rut-ro. But I'm going to come in hard and fast on this one. But, you, I, but gonna, I think you're, you're right with the media. You're going to dry dock that one? Yeah, I'll dry dock it. Okay. I love dry docking. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. But the point is, you're totally correct. The media pushes, and I don't understand why, the big time violence. Yellow? Yeah, I, I was just reading the next line after that one. So. And what was that? You know, she's in fucking space right now. As the mass media... She don't know how annoying it is to you people zone. that you zone, you don't talk, you leave, uh, you know, dead air. She don't know how annoying that is for somebody on the radio. Sorry. <laughs> or the laughing. So what do we got for the next one? It says, as the, social, as the mass media socialize children, adolescents, and even adults, the key question is the extent to which media violence causes violence in our society. I think it has a whole ton to do with violence. It's huge. Well, okay. Even let's just go with... Like you know what? I think uh, Dana White from the MMA, I think he got his ideas to start that sport from the movies because you used to have all the underground fighting. And I thought, I think he brought it mainstream, which is awesome because, you know, everybody loves the sport. Me, I'm more boxing. I like boxing better, but I think he got it from the movies. Okay. Like for example, here's an example, fight club with Brad Pitt. There it is. Yeah. 
Underground fighting. Underground, the underground fighting. I think that's where he got the idea of MMA. The first real fight club. We don't talk about fight club. And then you just throw in a little kickboxing and shit like that. You know, you had boxing, kickboxing. So I, I guess it would be a natural type of deal to go into what MMA is. And again, I'm not trying to bump on MMA because I, I'm a boxing enthusiast. But at the same time, I think that's kind of where it started off was the underground. And you can go all the way back to the 1980s with movies like that. So I think that could have had an influence on him. You know, I might be mistaken, but it could have had an influence on him. It's very possible. Now it's the biggest sport in the world. You got a lot of guys that before wouldn't have been able to get into a sport like boxing. Now everybody can do MMA. Well, I mean, come on, just take the regular news, for example. The only thing you ever see on the news is negative, violence. That's what sells. Murders, kidnappings, that's all you ever freaking hear about. That's it. That's what sells, though. Do you think somebody doing poker runs... No, but I think that's the kind of shit that should be in the news. It should. But do you think somebody doing poker runs is going to get news and views? <laughs> I think it should. I really do. Because they're doing something important. Right. I mean, I heard you were talking about poker runs and they're giving, you know, coats to kids. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. Don't only talk about Toys for Tots this time of year. Talk about the good thing that people do for people all year round. Right. It's stupid that the damn media is so negative 24-7. Well, that's Stop cool. leaving the good shit on page 64. The problem is people hunger for that. That's what they want to see. Not everybody. There are a lot of people in this world that want to hear positive things for once. It cut... That's not going to sell, though, because you got a majority. I get it's not. Just keep, I guess I should just keep to the facts of that. There's always going to debate, be a debate over mass media and whether violence, I mean, the violence and all that's just going to continue from years to I remember when Tipper Gore was on the Hill in the 80s because of the music. That's why you got warning labels now. But I, you got to agree with some of the stuff where, yeah, it might be, you know, the case. Well, I remember going in, even back in high school, you go to buy it. Remember, we all had CDs. Yeah. And remember on the cases, they had the violent stickers. Yeah. Should we just stick that on your television now? Yeah, the whole damn thing. <laughs> One of them stickers. <laughs> this is violence. Just stop watching. Dwayne says psychological warfare. That's true. They're playing towards your subliminal consciousness is what I think they're doing. Okay, but do, do you need a commercial to tell you to go somewhere to eat? Do you need a commercial to tell you what beverage to drink? I actually never buy anything from commercials. And, I'm, and the only reason why I say that is because when you watch a commercial about a fast food restaurant, the food don't fucking look like that. I don't care what anybody says. But at the same time, I don't buy off of commercials. That's like with NASCAR. You know, what they do is with the drivers, you form an attachment with your favorite driver. 
then you back a product that they got on their car, which is a good strategy for marketing. But when I see TV commercials, I actually get pissed. That's why I don't uh, subliminally. That's hey, probably why I don't buy shit. The one I idolized died, and ever since he died, I haven't even watched NASCAR except for the one race after he died. Well, I'm not. Uh, I'm talking about the products and how they turn you to one direction or another. It never worked with me because. I don't need a commercial to tell me. Well, that's like even the racers nowadays that race at places like by us, Rockford Speedway, and they have all these businesses putting their names on their cars. Some, I mean, does that really influence you to go to that business? I don't think anything does. I mean, isn't it more of a word of mouth thing? And that's the best advertising you can get is word of mouth. It's like, you want to get a tattoo, you're going to talk to people and find out where the best place to go is. Right. You know, you want you want to get your car fixed, whether it's from an oil change. It's going to be by thing. word of mouth. Exactly. You're not going to go, well, you know what? Hey, I got to get a lot of work done on my car. Let's go to the Speedway and check out all the stickers on their cars. No, it's mm. not going to be like that. No. Uh-uh. It's like, I mean, it might work for some. Hey, I've never heard of that place. We should check into it. You, you don't know. It might work for some, but the greater amount of people, it's all word of mouth. It doesn't happen. In, it doesn't matter if it's on TV. It doesn't matter you saw a commercial. It don't matter. You're going to hear from all these people the pros and cons of specific businesses to make your decision if you go there. Mm. So it's, I don't know. I think you're going to listen more to your peers when it comes to where to bring your car or where to get your nails done or where to get your hair done, where to get a tattoo. Then you're going to listen to a stupid commercial or a sticker on a vehicle. I just think it's a waste of money. Well, I mean, you got, I, think I give them credit because that's how they keep their vehicles up. No, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the, the cars or race cars anymore. I think it's a waste of money for a company to, Spend like the Super Bowl. Oh my God, how expensive those commercials are! For I Super think Bowl. I think that is the worst advertising strategy around. You ain't gonna lie though, we used to watch the commercials. Well, because they were funny, watch, they I were that don't that didn't commercials. mean I was gonna go and buy anything. No, we're not gonna go buy Budweiser because frogs are on a log saying Budweiser. No, it's just <laughs> a cool video. Or the Clydesdales. All the for advertising the work, you have to have it on all the time. It has to be repetitive. That way, it gets stuck in people's minds. True. That's how advertising and commercials. It's work. all subliminal. Yeah, you have to hear it over and over and over and over and over again for that to work. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people nowadays aren't really watching regular TV because with all the Netflix and HBO and Disney Plus and like all that stuff out there. They're going to watch that stuff more than regular TV. Mm -hmm. Or you got people like Mr. Hollywood over here who is on Pornhub and YouTube. Yes. <laughs> Doing my research. <laughs> but a lot of people nowadays believe Is that a stain not, on your shirt? No, and I'm not looking. <laughs> <you dumbass. laughs> and more people nowadays, believe it or not, and I've seen it and I've done it. They go to YouTube if you want to figure something out. Right. You know, especially if you're doing stuff on your own vehicle or whatever, <laughs> you just go to YouTube and they'll tell you how to do it. And I and I think that's where the hook is for YouTube 
is it did start as a learning platform. And it still is. It, it still is. If you need to do something, you go to YouTube. Yeah. But at the same time, they took away from that when they got all politically correct and shit. YouTube taught me how to recharge my AC. Well, there you go. <laughs> what? I did, for real. For my but car, I'm talking my about now YouTube's trying to influence people by pushing their BS on people. Yeah. I guess you got to just pick and choose. Mm. Pick and choose. So you want to go with the final... Uh, Let's go with the final one. The final agent of socialization is religion. Although there we go. religion, according to them, is arguably less important in people's lives now than it was a few generations ago. Mm-hmm. It, but it still continues to exert considerable influence in our beliefs, values, and behaviors. Right. Which is true. You know, religion is such a tough subject. Yeah. That it's unbelievable. Religion, say, in the Middle East is different than it is here in uh, the West. In the Middle East, they teach young boys at a young age that it is all right to do certain things. Well, like, for example, one of the biggest things that people always are going to agree to disagree about or maybe just disagree completely is people hold very strong views on abortion. Right. And many of those views stem from their religious beliefs, which is true. Yeah, it's really true. It's extreme. But there's true. also that when you get to abortion, there has to be where you're saying to yourself, do you listen to your gut on something like that? Your now, see, I'm always going to stick with the same thing that I always say. It, it, it's a woman's body. It's their choice. They it is. be able to do what they want. It is. 100%. But that also means keep your legs closed. Yeah, and at the same time, it means, you know, dudes, rubber up. Uh-huh. Don't bareback it. Look well, the there's responsibility it. for both people, okay. yeah. But it's at the same time... the woman. If they're using it as birth control. Well, see, you know, I always say there's exceptions to the rule. If they're, if, if, if they're, if it's rape, mm -hmm. incest. Oh, we're going to go down a rabbit hole with this abortion stuff. Move on. Oh, so, well, then that's, that's the end of that. <laughs> so, on another note. <laughs> but religion does have a, a lot of play in your life it would be interesting if you took a child and there was no talk of religion at all how they would progress to adulthood if they would form their own opinions and listen to their own morality if they'd have more morality without the uh education or out the religion in their life mm. or the, if they would be a better person without it. That's a very interesting test right there. All right. So here's a question for you. Can you describe one important value or attitude you have that is a result of socialization by your parents? Really? Yeah. Repeat that again. Can you describe one important value or attitude you have 
that is a result of socialization by your parents. Own up to things. Be decent to people. Mine was, my parents always taught me to treat everybody how you want to be treated. Well, that's what I mean. Be decent to people. That should be one of the biggest qualities anybody has. The other one is if you can't respect yourself, you can't respect anyone else. Well, that's true. But that should be the number one uno that everybody needs to be taught is be decent to everybody. But here's the thing for the day and age of kids now. Are they being taught that? I no, they're not. I don't think so. No, they're not. Because you just see the way they act. Mm -hmm. You got kids now calling their teachers by the first fucking name. Mm -hmm. That ain't respect. Mm -hmm. That ain't respect calling somebody by their name if they're older than you. I agree. That That's not cool if you ask me. I mean, as an adult... Now I call people by their first names. I don't. I'll, not teachers, but like people I grew up around. Like my neighbors from my childhood. Not me. It's still I Mrs. by their first name. But, not me, but it's still Mr. and Mrs. But teachers, I would always call them Mr. or Mrs. So what makes it the difference with your neighbors and your teachers? You should have more respect for your neighbors than your, you know, if you, you did for the, the neighbors I grew up around. You wouldn't. It still don't matter. It's still <laughs> you got to give them respect to call Mister or Missus. Well, see, the neighbors I grew up around when I was young mm -hmm. used to always have us call them by their first names. Right. So that wasn't I right. I continue to do that to this day. Like, I grew up across the street. My neighbors were Lori and Paul, and they were called Lori and Paul from my childhood all the way up until today. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to this one. Uh, what's up, Mikey? How you doing, man? Uh, better late than never waking up, man. You got, you're like two hours behind us. Mark, uh, my parents taught me to be honest, respectful person, and it works. Do you notice how a lot more people are happy when they look at positivity, mm -hmm. honesty, being a respectful person? They have a happier life than them that are vindictive. Yes. Well, vindictive people, I mean, that's the saying, misery enjoys company. And they always do. And, you know, if they're miserable, they're going to always try and make everybody else miserable. But you got to be the bigger person and not let that affect you mm -hmm. because you weren't, that's not how your life is. No. So why would you want to, but join there's so much else? of that. It's unreal. Well, that's true. But why would you want to let somebody bring you down? A lot of people don't know how to handle that kind of situation. Very true. Again, you've I, been through a lot. This... I've let it affect me on numerous occasions. And I could, you but... know what? I can never understand why. I don't know. I'm a bigger person now. I got my big girl panties on. I got rid of the pampers. You got rid of the pampers I and you went them to the Biden. Big... Well, you know what? That's not, you know, you say that. Well, yeah, things affect me in different ways, but, you know. But you let the negativity affect you, which makes my life hell. <laughs> and I don't like that. Because if I'm mad, he's got to be mad. <laughs> no, I just go in another room because yeah, I got to the point where. You either grow up, you're going to be 50 years old, or you sit there and you act like a teenager. That's where I'm at. Yeah, but it's going to be based on specific 
situations. I mean, because if somebody's going to piss on my Wheaties, yeah, I'm going to vent about it. But the problem is you vent to me instead of them. Okay, but there's some people you just really... And why is not? When somebody pisses me off, I say it. It makes me feel better. I'm putting the stress because on them, not I, on me. I vent about who pissed me off recently. The problem is you got to get... It affect our household, so we're just going to let it go. And that's fine. But I but you, to you. You got to keep the positivity. You can't have the negativity drag you down. No. Because that kind of negativity, it actually has a big effect on your body. Yeah, I know. You keep telling me I'm aging. Yes, you're aging. I still look good, though. I don't care. I still look good, sort of. And it's <laughs> not that it's the process of aging. It's the stress that takes a toll on you. Mm -hmm. It always has. And that's one thing you got to learn, and a lot of people have to learn. Don't let it happen. No. They don't. But I'm very sensitive. You're sensitive. I'm very sensitive. Well, if there's going to be at, but at some the same point, time, you yeah, can't I'm be. a sensitive person, but don't piss me off. I retaliate. And there's another thing. Which I shouldn't do. Retaliation. It doesn't should make you, me feel better. Do Should you have to have it to where if somebody pisses you off, you got to retaliate, or is it better just to say, fuck you? Well, Get I, out of it, my life. Okay, I don't need there, you. There was situations going on where I was retaliating. But now, after a couple weeks of, you know, like, Three, four, three or four weeks ago, I was doing the retaliating thing. But now, after sitting back and looking at the big picture of it. Thanks, Hollywood. <laughs> after sitting down and taking my time and looking at the big picture of it, now I just don't even let it bother me. And you shouldn't let it bother you. I know. Because when you let it bother you. People are going to be who they are, and I'm going to be who I am, and that's just it. See, the problem is with you, Pete, when people show their true colors. It pisses me off. But you still affiliate with them. Mm -mm. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. You I, still affiliate with them. How? You still give them attention. How? You, attention by going and trying to retaliate. I'm not doing that anymore. Well, not no that more, but weeks ago. I'm talking a couple weeks ago <laughs> when you should have just said, you know what? Fuck you. I don't need you in my life. But that's so hard for a lot of people to do. Yeah. Maybe that's where my understanding is like, what the fuck, man? Why are you even worried about some dumb shit like that? And you're starting to grow as a person. Evolve. But you still got work to do just like everybody else. Well, who doesn't have work to do on themselves? Everybody does. Nobody's perfect. But, Everybody's got to work on their own things and their, their themselves in their own way in their own time. The problem is We're life never is short. Be perfect, no matter what we do. Life is short. So, how many times in your lifetime has people fucked you over? I lost track. So, if you lost track, why ain't you coming back and saying, 
Well, I got to be suspicious of everybody. That's the way I am. I'm oh, suspicious. Oh, now, see, I have, a, I have a wall up now. I have a guard up. I'm very suspicious of everybody now. Cause because you I have, feel that everybody has ulterior motives now. Because you... My, my trust you, in people is gone. If you truly want a friend, you got to vent them. Yeah. I might and you got to continue to vent them. I don't trust people anymore. And it's because of one person that you don't. Yeah. I, I won't. Three. Three people. A handful. We'll just a handful. We'll just say a handful of people screwed it up for everybody else where now I have trust issues and people outside my home. (laughs) 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 Or people, I mean, you know, there's like, I got no problem with people at work or whatever that stupid shit. But yeah, I have trust issues now. I don't trust people anymore. And there's reasons. I have a wall up and. Is my wall is going to be very hard for somebody to break down. What took you all so long? I'm a slow learner. Okay, if you're a slow learner, was it worth being a slow learner? No, it was not. I should have wisened up a long time ago. And how do you feel now that you finally wisened up with the way... Like a weight's lifted off. Do you? Do you but even, it's not gonna. It's not gonna make it where I where my wall is gonna be easy for people to break down. Mm-hmm. You know, there. I'm still gonna have a guard up with people. I'm gonna keep my distance from people. Right, as you should. You know, but I mean, it's like, of course, if we're going out doing something for the show, that's gonna be a different thing. I'll be the person I normally am here. You know, which is my normal self outside. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm extra cautious. That's a good show right there. Extra cautious. Mm. Yeah, Extra absolutely. cautious. Very good one. It's time to get your ass out of It's time to get your porn. Okay, time to get your porn on, man. Get your peckers out there. And uh, China Doll's right here for you. You don't need to go to Pornhub, okay? What the <laughs> I am not doing anything to where they would need to watch me, okay? <laughs> no. No. Y'all are gross. 471 for Dirty Knobs. Nasty. That's all I'm saying. You know what you should be doing is writing these numbers down. And then we can like play, play on them on the lotto and shit like that. It's not gonna work that way because the lottery doesn't go that high. Well, no, you like four seventy one. Okay, four uh, forty seven. See how that works. See how you're dumb. Okay. You pick dumb numbers as it is. I'm waiting for the drawing to come out in a couple hours just so I could laugh at you and be like, "You suck." I've gotten you know one the number. only number you've gotten right when you played sixty nine. Go freaking figure. Yeah, but I get that all the time. Not from home. <laughs> what you're talking no, about? No, I would. I don't like the nasty cooter in my face. <laughs> Four seventy-one. Do you recall the feeling of your first at orgasm? Yeah, blowing right in her fucking mouth. Maybe that's why I like BJ's so much. If they're done right. <laughs> they're done right. So like licking it like it's a lollipop. That don't work. Not gonna work. No, me. I don't like that. No. Mm-hmm. Well, neither is a guy coming up and licking the poontang like it's a freaking cat, a catnip or something. It, it, I don't it, ain't that funny? Uh, what is that? Uh, that is nothing. What the fuck are you doing? 
See, I have no problems in saying abroad if they're doing it wrong. You know what the hell? I got no problems telling somebody they're doing something wrong. But a lot of women don't. Dude, I'd be like looking down going, what the fuck are you doing? What just happened here? You need to back off. Uh, Stupid. <laughs> 500 for Matt. <laughs> Why are people stupid? Do you ever feel vulnerable when you talk dirty? No. No, I just don't do it. I'm the nastiest fuck out there. I can't talk dirty, but I could text it. You'd have texted it, but I you can't text do it. it. But I can't talk it because I feel like I look stupid. Not me. I'm the nastiest motherfucker out there. Me talking dirty, be like, hey, dude, horse fell in the mud. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I feel stupid. I feel dirty. <laughs> okay. Write down 47. What is 50. It Does it look like I got a writing utensil? We are in a studio. I have no pens, no paper. And uh, then 12. See, this is working out perfect. For you, you're going to forget that in about five minutes. Probably, probably. Odie, 123. What is the creepiest sexual fantasy you've ever had? See, I'm like a conservative type of deal, man. You don't have creepy fantasies. I don't. Do you? Can I plead the fifth? No. Um, okay, like, like it'd be really cool if I could dress all in like leather, like skin tight leather, and have a bull whip. And what is that wrong? <laughs> That's actually a fantasy of yours. It's like the only thing I've never done. <laughs> and I want to, yeah. And then I want to tie somebody up and just, you know, beat the shit out of them, and right? Just like use the bull whip. Seventy-two. <laughs> That's what? our last one for today. 72 for what? Roy. Is that wrong? You're a fucking moron. I've never done. Come on, now it'd be fun. Fun my ass. Boy. For you. <laughs> what, so that's a no for you? Yeah, that's a no for me. I'll punch you right in the mouth. I'm going to need volunteers for that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had sex with somebody whose name you forgot? All the time. Like when you're not, I won't. Yeah, you called me your ex-wife once, but a few times. What do you mean, jerk? I've never called you somebody else's name. What do you mean, jerk? It happens. Not my fault. I'm very different. <laughs> if you see me and you see his ex-wife, total polar opposite, says all I'm saying. Uh, I don't know why he would confuse me and say that he'd call me his ex-wife's name. Shouldn't even have a nice name. Salty man, I'm never gonna live that down. Anyway, no, not because that was years ago, and I still throw it at you. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back tomorrow. It's time to go get voting going on here. Time to go vote, and we'll hear about China Doll's experience tomorrow and how I look stupid. <laughs>